1: I'm Sahiba, and today we'll be talking with Ella Rae Smith and Harry Jarvis. We'll be talking about Dora and The Lost City of Gold, The Day Henry Met Season 2, Comic-Con in San Diego, Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping, and we'll also be welcoming our new Kids First film critics. But first, I'm going to hand it off to Arjun so he can interview Ella Rae Smith and Harry Jarvis on their new film, Two Hours. Take it away, Arjun!
2: Hey, this is Arjun from Kids First Coming Attractions, and today we got two very special guests on here. The wonderful Harry Jarvis and the wonderful Ella Smith from the movie Two Hours, and they play Tim and Bake, respectively. And the movie releases on August 6th, digitally. So, let's start off with you, Harry. What best describes
3: your experience on the set of Two Hours? We always had the best time. Honestly, um, so it was one of the most fun sets I've ever worked on. Mia, al and Al-Ray just got along like a house on fire. I think we were talking before, you know, we were riding bikes all around London and just having a really, really great time. You know, it's just a family film. We were really allowed to just express ourselves and I, I just absolutely loved
2: it. That sounds great. I mean, you know, I love, I love that it's a nice little family film. You know, it's, you know, it's just a nice film to watch. And even though it does tackle some heavy themes, you know, it does it in a nice, appropriate way for families to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad
3: Uh
2: you liked it. Ella Ray, what was the most exciting thing that happened while filming this? It looked like a really fun time just, you know, around London.
4: Oh, the most exciting? That's hard. I think probably some of the bike chases. Because, yeah, everyone who goes to London knows those classic forest bikes, we call them, that are just really heavy and really hard to cycle on. But just riding around London on them together, um, being attached to, like, a camera (laughs) and being silly and messing around, I don't know if that's exciting though. I'm trying to think of the, the absolute, oh, I know. The most exciting thing was shooting in the Natural History Museum in London, which is an amazing London monument. You know, it's kind of must go to if you visit London, I think. Um, and we shot in there at night. So the whole place was closed. We had it to ourselves, and it was so surreal to be in a place that's normally so busy and for it to just be us there and just get to explore it by ourselves. That was really exciting.
2: Wow, that sounds exciting for sure. I mean,
4: yeah.
2: I don't, I've don't. i never really learned to bike myself. I definitely need to sometime, but I mean, that's just really cool. It's fun. Yeah, so fun. For sure. Speaking of really exciting chase scenes, there's a big stunt-filled parkour sequence involving you, Harry. And I was just wondering, do you practice parkour in real life? Did you have to train for the
3: sequence? <laughs> No, I really, really did not. Um, I when they first spoke to me, they said, "Hey, we're gonna do a little parkour sequence. Do you want to just jump off a couple of little things?" I was like, "Yeah, why not? Like, I can jump." And we ended up just doing a little couple of jumps over railings and stuff. And then I saw the sequence in the movie, and I was like, "Huh, I don't remember doing a backflip." So I think they must have got a stunt for that, <laughs> but that is a really cool little scene. It's really fun. That kind of comes out of the blue, which I found so so funny. So um, yeah, that's that's a great scene. But I promise you, it wasn't me. <laughs> for sure, that that's interesting. Yeah, I also especially thought it was out of the blue, but it was it was a nice
2: little detour, you know, from from just all talkative things. You know, we got a nice little action filled sequence. <laughs> for no sure, way. yeah, yeah. Lorraine, what was your experience like working with other cast members? Do you have any stories to share?
4: Oh my gosh, it was fabulous. Like Harry said earlier, myself and Harry and Alhaji, who, um, sorry, I just got really distracted by something. That's okay. <laughs> um, Yeah, myself and Harry and Alhaji, who just had a fantastic time. We just became really good friends. But I think when it comes to funny moments, there's a fabulous British comedian called Maric Larwood, who plays one of the journalists, and he was hilarious. He would just do things to, to crack us up all the time. I mean, there's also uh, Fabian Pierlini Castle who plays Shona, Tim's little sister who has become one of my best friends. I can't think of a specific really funny story. I'm just thinking of laughing at Marek on top of a rooftop, which I'd do a really serious scene and he kept just whispering things into my ear before he we went. <laughs> so I was having to try and be very, very scared and tense and he'd just, just whisper something really stupid and I'd crack up. That was so fun. Wow, that sounds amazing,
2: like, uh, shoot, I messed up. I do not have the cards pulled up. No worries. That's okay, we've got time. You're listening to Kids First Family Attractions. Today we are talking with the wonderful Harry Jarvis and Elway Ray Smith from Two Hours, and right now I'm going to be continuing that discussion. So, Harry, I noticed just the most wonderful dynamic between you and Shona, who was just played fa- fabulously by Fabian pielny mm-hmm. Castle. I hope I got that right and you all just have Spot quite on. the dynamic. Did you pull from any
3: experiences in real life? Do you have siblings? I do, I have a younger sister. Um, and so playing opposite her, I don't wanna to give too much away, but um, there's a bit of a turbulent relationship between the two of us throughout the film. And yeah, I mean, me and my sister are very, very close. And so trying to bridge that gap, you can very easily pull from personal experience and I did. Fabienne made it very easy. We we uh, have known each other for a little while, actually. We used to uh, be in the same agency, and she's, she's just a fantastic actress and just a brilliant, brilliant woman. I know Ella, Ella Ray loved working with her as well. And, um, oh, yeah, she's just amazing. And so pulling from personal experience and then also having her just made the scenes with me and her effortless. So, yeah.
2: Definitely, yeah. That, that just sounds like she was definitely... One of, oh, definitely you two are some of the best, some of the scene stealers. But she was also another scene stealer. I loved watching her little sure. side plot, trying to get over, you know, her anxieties and fear of um, performing that uh, poem. And you know, she sure. was a nice. I just like that about the movie, even though the main plot is, you know, something sci-fi. There's a lot of realistic struggles that make it very relatable to me personally.
1: You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're, we'll be talking with Ella Rae Smith and Harry Jarvis. We'll be talking about Dora and The Last City of Gold, The Day Henry Met Season 2, Comic-Con, The Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping, and we'll also be welcoming our new Kids First film critic.
2: Ella Rae, how did you prepare for this role? Like, your character kind of has a more out-there personality. Did you find any challenges preparing for that role?
5: Well,
4: well I just left school before we started filming. I'd gone to an all girls' school, so I think hanging out with Harry and Al Hadji for a few weeks, just hanging with the boys, bought bought something out with me that I hadn't sort of expressed before. Just being a little bit, I suppose, a little bit more tomboyish, and yeah, I've been very used to to being a girls' school and I suppose sort of stereotypical uh, girls' school things like everyone caring what they looked like and things like that. So just kind of being free and riding around bikes and being messy and just laughing all the time. So I don't think I necessarily prepared for that. I think it's something that just happened quite organically and suited the character really well. It's one of those things where kind of life meets work and it it just all becomes very natural.
2: Wow that's yeah that's really interesting you know I didn't I didn't know that so like you know I thought you were always like you know kind of like that but that's definitely really cool (laughs) I feel like things in life just comes to you automatically like you know I was kind of like super shy once and now I'm just out here talking with you guys.
4: Yeah that was the same. (laughs) uh, Yeah for sure. You know being around being around these two boys who are are really cool and really interesting and we're all such different people from such different walks of life I think we were all kind Mm. of just excited to get to know each
2: other you know that's that's really cool so Harry do you feel like you're similar to your character in ways or
3: um, radically different <laughs> I don't know I feel like you have to ask LRA right that I feel like potentially <laughs> I mean um, it's hard to say if I say yes then I sound like a very moody person in real life um, I mean, and if I say Harry no better. then I'm probably lying <laughs> uh, yeah no my my uh, <laughs> I, I remember when they when I first saw how they were going to do my hair, I did say, "Hmm, that's that's an interesting look." Yeah, <laughs> it's really pulled down over my eyes. But no, I mean, I think Tim is similar to a lot of teenagers. It's definitely similar to me when I was a teenager. I think I thought I knew everything, and I felt very—I um, don't know—I I, I felt very. I felt like I was in a very odd stage in my life because when you're a teenager, you're not—you're you're, not—you think you have life figured out, but you really, really don't. Tim kind of feels like that. He's going through some really tough changes. You know, he's lost his dad recently, and he's trying to kind of kick out of the world. I'm not sure I necessarily had that in me, but I definitely, when I was a teenager, had that whole thing of I think I have everything I figured I figured out. But I definitely, definitely don't. But yeah, the the character himself, he goes through a huge change, a huge journey, and it's it's a really fun one to play. Actually, it was a really really fun one to go through that kicking out of the world to where
2: he ends up. Wow, that's yeah, that's great. Yeah, especially as a teenager myself, I'm, I'm going through some of those lessons. Now, one last question. Ray, what do you want the audience to take away from watching this movie?
4: Um, I think I want the audience to take away that life is short and we should be kind to the people in our lives who love us, make the most of every second. I think that's the main thing you take away from the film, you know, seeing Tim and Shona at the end. No spoilers, (laughs) but I think that's what it's about, It's, it's, it's about love and making the most of what you have and, you know, being a teenager is hard for sure, there are so many things that can get you down, but there are so many positive things as well, so many joyful things, so many reasons to be happy and so many people who love you, why not make the most of the good things?
2: Definitely, I agree. Thanks for this interview. It has been absolutely wonderful. For um, viewers watching, definitely check out Two Hours. It releases digitally August 6th. It's just a must-watch, and it's just a watch for the whole family, honestly. I'm Arjun from Brentwood, Tennessee, and you are listening to Kids First Coming Attractions.
1: Thank you so much, Arjun, for doing this awesome interview. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonaut Season 3.
0: Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up.
1: Hey, welcome back. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We just finished talking with LRA Smith and Harry Jarvis, and next we'll be talking with Zoe about Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Welcome to the show, Zoe. Thank you. So, what can you tell me about Dora and the Lost City of Gold? I'm so excited to talk to you. And so, can you tell me a bit about uh, what
7: it's about? Um. Well, Dora and the Lost City of Gold is kind of Dora's life. And like a teenager, because the original show was when she was like a little girl. Now she's um, like growing and she's experiencing high school and like all the struggles and um like the kids around her so she's kind of like she grew up in the jungle so when she first goes to high school because she was always homeschooled she kind of doesn't know what to do and then all of a sudden she goes into this thing that she's trying to find um and yeah from there you kind of just get I've definitely felt like lots of Dora vibes and like it was very just happy and um exciting that songs really
1: fun. So um, how did, watch, how did um, watching this make you feel? Was it
7: really funny? Like from what I saw in the trailer, it seemed to be so. It was actually surprisingly funny. They um did throw some jokes around here and there. Some parts could get kind of serious. But I did love watching the film in general. It could get predictable at some parts. But yeah, I enjoyed watching it. Okay, oh, cool. And so, um, what are your thoughts on the acting? Oh, I thought the acting was um very good. They had, I felt like Isabella Moner was just the perfect Dora for so many reasons. Like she just definitely brought the spirit of her, but also brought her into like this teenager kind of mode. And I just felt like Eugenio Derbez he did amazing, and Eva Longoria like I felt like everyone definitely nailed their parts.
1: Wonderful. It's
7: so can you tell me a little bit about um, the special effects and the visuals? Um, I love the special effects and the visuals. I thought that they were very cool. Uh, I did notice for, like, the actual Lost City of Gold, it wasn't that impressive. Like, I felt like they could have done a lot more to it. But um, I did enjoy it. Like, they could have made it more exciting, but I did like it. Okay, I see. And so um,
1: there's animals like Boots and Swiper, right? Did you like the way they were
7: um, animated and their characters in general? I love them, honestly. What I did notice is kind of interesting. I don't know how I remember this, but in the original Dora, there was like a bridge with a yellow troll. And I kind of like just remember that because I grew up watching Dora. And they didn't add that into the film, which I thought was kind of surprising. But... Um, Boots and Swiper were, I felt like they are animated very well done, and um, I definitely felt like it couldn't be Dora without them, so I'm happy that they included those two characters. Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, I loved Boots, so I'm happy they kept him in the film. Do you
1: think that they kept a lot of elements from the original Dora and um,
7: added new elements very successfully in this film? Definitely, because Dora is still very adventurous, which I loved in the original, that, like, she was educational and teaching kids kind of about Spanish, and they, I definitely felt like they brought the essence of Dora into this, but they kind of switched it up a little bit, added some, like, twists here and there, but, um, yeah, I definitely loved how they just made sure to incorporate the original Dora. That's wonderful. And so, um, Zoe, did you have an absolute
1: favorite part um, when watching Dora and the Lost City of Gold?
7: Um, possibly. Okay, I, I don't know why all my favorite parts are kind of spoilers, but it <laughs> it's like a specific scene. It involves sand. <laughs> I don't want to really talk about that too much. But um, yeah, you have to kind of see the film. But it's, like, a huge scene where, like, the characters kind of get in trouble and they start kind of sinking and it involves sand. Ooh. I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> oh, I have to watch it just to see
1: this moment. It sounds funny. And so, um, finally, what would you say, Zoe, the age range and the star rating should be for Dora and the Velocity
7: of Gold? I would recommend it for ages 4 to um, 14. And... I would probably give it a four out of five stars. Awesome. Well, it's been so much
1: fun to talk to you, Zoe. I was a little worried about this movie, but talking to you, I just really want to watch it. So thank you so much for being here today with us. Thank you for having me. Of course, so be sure to check out Dora and the Lost City of Gold in theaters August 9th. I know I will. I'm super excited. So you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today we're talking about um, Zoe and... Today we're talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Day Henry Met Season 2, Comic-Con in San Diego. Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping. We'll be welcoming some new Kids First film critics. And we've also been talking with Ella Smith and Harry Jarvis. And next I'll be talking with Celine about The Day Henry Met Season 2. Welcome to the show, Celine. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, but so
8: can you tell me a little bit about the show and what you thought of it? Okay, well, I've loved this show, for sure. The Day Henry Met, Season 2. It was so cute. I loved how Henry's so inquisitive and curious and place- playful. And he would look at those boring things and he would turn it into something magical. Wow, I have heard so much about this show and every time I hear more I
1: really want to watch it. It sounds so unique. So um
8: what are your thoughts on the animation? I love the animation. It was almost as like a little kid drew it, which made it so like unique and cool. Yeah, for sure. And how about the
1: voice acting? Did you feel like it was a little boy or um, did the voices
8: fit perfectly? I loved all the voices. It definitely reflect all the characters that Henry meets and it really brings the characters to life. Awesome. And did you have a favorite episode when watching The Day Henry Met Season 2? For sure. My favorite was The Day Henry Met an ice cream van, because who doesn't like ice cream? <laughs> For sure. And so do you think that, like,
1: very young audiences will be able to stay engaged and intrigued throughout the show?
8: For sure. It's almost like they're drawing the show. Ooh, that sounds really cool. And so um, what
1: is, like, the most favorite thing that you absolutely loved um, about
8: the day Henry met? Well, I loved a lot of things, but my favorite thing would probably be the message.
1: And what are some of these messages that you took away
8: when watching the show? Well, there are a lot of messages, but the most message of the series is definitely to explore life and friendship, and to always be curious and learn from those around you. Oh, what an awesome message! And so, how did you like the characters in the show? Is there more than one, or is it just Henry? There's one every single episode. He would meet a new character in every single one. It could be a human, an object, or for example... An ice cream van. How cool. And did you have a favorite character among the several episodes? Hmm. Probably the tennis racket. Because I play tennis, so it's the same. How cool. And do these objects like come to life and talk with Henry? Yes, they come to life and talk with Henry. And Henry always ends up helping them, which is very nice of him. Yeah, that is sweet. And do
1: you also feel that the voices completely match with how you think these objects would
8: sound if they were alive? The voices were amazing. They, They had so much personality.
1: Oh, that is really cool. Would you want to watch future seasons
8: of The Day Henry Met or even previous seasons? I can't wait to see what comes out next. (laughs) that's wonderful and
1: so how do you like the way that this series teaches children do you think that they could learn a
8: lot from this series yes because he learns something in every episode he's always kind to others which which can teach younger kids that and teach them valuable life lessons Oh, that's really cool
1: and do like these objects also teach Henry like their purposes perhaps in every episode Absolutely. Wow, that's really fun. And so, um, what are your thoughts on the music and the sound effect in the day Henry met?
8: The sound effects were great. The song in the end, they had a song at the end in every single episode, which Henry would sing and all the objects would gather around. And they would all sing about what they learned in that episode. And it was really amazing. That's really sweet. Was there just one episode? Oh, sorry. Was there just one song throughout the entire series, or were there multiple songs? There would be a different song in each episode about it could be one about a sock or a comic. (laughs) That's so sweet and so smart. Did you have a favorite one of these songs? No, it's too hard to choose. I like them all. (laughs) That's wonderful.
1: And so finally, Celine, what would you say the age range and star rating should be?
8: The star rating is definitely four out of five stars, and I recommend it for ages three to eight. Awesome. It's been so much
1: fun to talk to you, Celine, and I just want to watch this sweet DVD so much more. So thank you so much for talking with me. You're very welcome. So be sure to check out The Day Henry Met Season 2 on DVD today. Let's take a break. I'm Sahiba, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonaut Season 3.
6: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. Tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up.
9: Hey, welcome back. I'm Beth from Los Angeles, California, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about Ella Ray Smith and Henry Jarvis, Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Day Henry Met, Season 2. And next, we'll be talking with Zoe about San Diego Comic Con. So thanks for having, thanks for uh, coming on, Zoe. Of course. So do you think you can fill in? You can fill us in about San Diego Comic
7: Con and what it was like. Um yeah, Comic Con is just it's such a wonderful experience. I love seeing the cosplayers, and this year like it wasn't completely all about like just shopping and having fun. I also got to do my first press rooms and got to talk to some. Um, members of like the Flash and Arrow, and it was just a wonderful experience all in general.
9: Do you think you can tell us about the Flash and Arrow panels?
7: Yeah, it was. Um, I was a little nervous because it was my first time, but also very excited. I did like I talked to the characters of Flash and Arrow, and everyone was super welcoming, super nice. Uh, I definitely feel. Um, I definitely felt like everyone. Well, like all the actors were very um they were very nice in general and i got to talk to them for like a while and then i got to do like a round table which is where you sit down and talk to everyone that's nice i
9: i think panels are such they're such an essential part of comic-con and they're easily one of the most talked about aspects of it but i think you know everyone always wants to know about like oh the panels and stuff but what was it like? Just uh, Did you go around the convention center? Or did you uh, buy anything cool or see any cool cosplayers?
7: Yeah, I definitely wanted to take... Um, I didn't have as much days as I wanted in Comic-Con. I at least got to stay there for at least two. So I did definitely want to go around to the convention center, check out what they had. Um, and it was really cool. And I, I actually got to do some interviews with like artists that were here because I also went to the Artist Alley. Um, And, like, some people along the way, they kind of noticed me, asked me if they wanted an interview. There was this really cool guy who made, like, this comic. And if you read it from the front, it was, like, from a human's perspective. And there were, like, horses in the background. And if you read it backwards, there was, like, um, it was from the horse's perspective and the humans from the background. And, like, there was a bunch of interesting little details and a bunch of fun people that you could talk to and meet. That's nice. Now...
9: There's so much stuff that goes on during Comic-Con, and, you know, there's, like, so many different events all happening in one day. So, are there any events that you would say are sort of, like, essential uh, Comic-Con events? I mean, I know this year everyone wanted to get into the Marvel panel, but, I mean, that's basically impossible to get into. So, were there any events that you would say, like, oh, these were, like, super important for this year? Um,
7: I mean, I just feel like Comic-Con in general, when you first think about it, you kind of just think about the cosplayers, but there's a lot more to that, like, for example, um, Arrow, like, Arrow, like, it was, their last season, so it was very special this year, I feel like it's not, Arrow isn't like a, um, I feel like it's not every year you have you go to Comic-Con for, like, an aero panel or just to see the characters. But this year especially, it was very special because it was their last season and it was very sad. And lots of fans just wanted to come here. And I thought that was very interesting. But um, all the booths and stands and everything that you can see, it's definitely, like, a one-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Just seeing all the cosplayers was just amazing. So I definitely feel without that, that you can't have a true Comic-Con.
9: Yeah, definitely. I I agree. Now, because Comic-Con is a lot of fun, but it can also be incredibly chaotic and yes. just Yeah, it's just in general it <laughs> can be just not very fun to be if under certain circumstances. So, do you have any advice because there's lots of crowds, there's lots of busy, there's lots of busy schedules, that you also all these events that you want to go to. So, do you have any advice for future
7: Comic-Con attendees? um, Stay close to someone and try not to get lost. It is very crowded. Um, if you're claustrophobic, then I'm sorry. You might not have the most wonderful experience. Because <laughs> when you walk in, it's like you just see people everywhere. And um, But it is really fun. Just make sure to stay close to someone, because if you don't, then you get lost. And then to find them, it's just... Hard. Well, I'm very happy that they stepped up their security this year. It was kind of intimidating, but at the same time, it was very helpful because you could always ask someone or anything. But, yeah, just make sure to know where someone is and be careful while walking because, like, if you fall, that's not really not the best thing (laughs) that can happen. But, yeah. In general, like, as of overall, like,
9: how was this year at Comic-Con?
7: I love this year's Comic Con. I felt like this was only my second year, but I definitely felt the love. Everyone was super joyful and happy to be there. Um, I was—it it was so special just talking to the cast of Flash and Arrow. Everyone was super nice. Um, I would definitely recommend going if you had the opportunity. It's like you can't have this anywhere else. I know there's like lots of other things like VidCon and stuff, but Comic Con—it's you would think about it, and you don't really think, like, it's kind of comics, but, like, there's so much to Comic-Con that, like, you don't really know about, and I thought it was so much fun just doing all the interviews, and, yeah.
9: Definitely, I agree. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we're talking about Ella Ray Smith and Harry Jarvis, Door of the Lost City of Gold, The Day Henry Met, Season 2, and Comic-Con, and right now, I'm talking to Celine about Cat in the Hat Knows a Lot About Camping. Hello, Céline. Hi. Hi. So,
8: can you tell us a little
9: bit about Cat in the Hat Knows a Lot About Camping?
8: Well, if you're looking for adventure this summer, this DVD is perfect for you. It's filled with adventure, everything you could need for the summer about camping. Nice. So, I'm assuming it's animated, correct? Yes. Ah, I expected that. Um, so, how is the animation? The illustrations and animation are what you would expect from the Cat in the Hats world, and I enjoyed the fantastical wilderness scenes. That's nice to hear. I, To be fair, though, I don't really know what I expected,
9: because I would expect no less of Seuss's iconic style. Yeah. Do you think you can tell us a little bit about, uh, like, what the film was about and the story?
8: Well... What happens in The Cat in the Hat and a Lot About Camping is, on the way to Fish's family reunion, his fancy new fishbowl starts to leak. So, The Cat in the Hat tries to fix the problems for his friends, and, as usual, (laughs) lands the group in more trouble. So, the thingamajig heads to a crash landing, and Thing 1 and Thing 2 appear to help their friends like they always do. The group starts on a wilderness trek to help Fish make its way to his family when they discover the joys of nature and everything around them. Of course, there's much more details to the story, but I don't want to be a spoiler. Oh, no, we don't want those those wretched spoilers leaking
9: into our radio show. <laughs> um, so, how was the voice acting? Were there any uh, actors who are very notable, or were there... Any newer voice actors? Of course, Martin Short
8: as the voice of Cat in the Hat. Oh, was uh, was he your favorite? He was so funny, and he was like amazing.
9: Ah, interesting.
8: And uh, do you have a favorite character in this movie? Definitely. I loved Fish because he was always whining and complaining. And it just reminds me so much of me. Oh. Um,
9: as this is a kid's film, uh, I was wondering, is, is the film
8: funny? Do you think there's good humor? There is good humor in many parts because a lot of it is relatable to kids these days because Cat in the Hat's three cousin were always on their screens playing video games on a phone call, listening to music. So, moms will love this because it will teach their kids a lot of valuable life lessons about screens. (laughs) Speaking of which, uh, would you say there are any good lessons or good morals in this film? Definitely. The message of this adventure is probably to enjoy the great outdoors and don't get lost in your screen time. You need to interact with people and things, and the world around you is more important than viewing life on a screen. And the Cat in the Hats learned this lesson several times from the DVD. Would you say this has a message about appreciating
9: the environment, then? For Sure. Now, what would uh what are what uh would you give in terms of the star rating and age rate and age range for this film?
8: My star rating would definitely be 5 out of 5 stars. And I recommend it for ages 4 to 12. Ah, so you would say this
9: is a good family film? Yes. Parents
8: right. will love it too.
9: All right, well, thank you Celine for talking to me about this film.
8: It's my pleasure.
9: Let's take a break. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 3.
6: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh! Turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Hey, welcome back. I'm Sahiba
1: and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We have been talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, the day Henry met Season 2, Comic-Con San Diego, Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping. We've been talking with Ella Rae Smith and Harry Jarvis, and next, we'll be welcoming our new Kids First film critics, BB, who's nine years, from, nine years old from Charleston, South Carolina, and Leandro, who's 11, from Bradford, Connecticut. And I'm also going to give a big shout-out to our new host, Calista. So why don't you start
9: off, Calista? All right. So, uh, Bebe, why don't you start off with telling us a little bit about yourself?
5: Well... First of all, I really love candy. And <laughs> one of the reasons is because I was born on Halloween. Oh, interesting. And I'm also, I do acting and musical theater.
9: Oh, nice.
5: Right now, I'm the genie in Aladdin, so.
9: Oh, cool. Leandra, what about you?
5: Well,
10: I like to oh. write stories. I like to write a lot of fantasy stories. I'm also an actor and I'm in a show right now, a musical, legally blonde. Interesting. So Piggy, where did you find out about Kids First?
5: Uh well my mom does this website and where it like finds you things that you can do and it found Kids First and I Thought I would really like to join. Awesome! And how about you, Leandro? Where did you find about
1: find out about Kids First?
10: I was on the website. It was a kids casting website, and then we were scrolling through looking for like jobs for acting, and then we found Kids First.
9: That's amazing. So, uh, Leandro, you mentioned fantasy. So, I was wondering, um, what? Uh, are some of your favorite film genres like action, comedy,
10: adventure, sci-fi, stuff like that. My favorite are action, adventure, sci-fi, fantasy. I I like um a lot of animated stuff too, like oh. cartoons. I like some comedy too. They make me hey. laugh. <laughs>
5: and Bibi,
9: what are your what are uh, your favorite film genres?
5: I like animated, specifically Disney, and I like action mixed with comedy and musicals. Interesting. And so, Beebe, what are some of your favorite movies? Oh, I really like Into the Woods uh, 2014 version with uh, Meryl Streep and Emily Blunt. Oh,
1: I remember that movie. I remember went to the Washington Theatres and it was a really good
10: one. That's a great choice for favorite movie. And how about you, Leandro? Well, my favorite movie is Avengers Endgame. I love all Marvel movies. Like Marvel's my favorite. Oh, me too. I love meeting another fellow Marvel fan. Like it makes me feel so happy. <laughs> and I also like um uh, what was, the movie Avatar?
1: Ooh, that's an awesome one, too. I heard they're going to come out with Avatar 2
10: soon. Yeah, I'm excited for that.
1: Me, too. Some awesome movie choices as well.
10: Oh, I like the movie um Star Wars The Last Jedi. Are you a Star Wars fan as well? I love Star Wars, too. This is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Yep, I'm
1: excited for the new movie to, uh, in the end of this year. It's going to be pretty epic.
10: <laughs> oh yeah, I want to see that movie too. <laughs> You're listening
9: to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today, we are talking about Dora and the Lost City of Gold, The Day Henry Met, Season 2. San Diego Comic-Con, Cat in the Hat knows a lot about camping. We interviewed Ella Rae Smith and Henry Jarvis. And right now, we are interviewing some new film critics. Are you guys excited to uh, be kids' first film critics? And what are you most excited to start doing? Phoebe, why don't you start us off?
5: I'm really excited. I think my favorite part is going to be the interviews. Because you don't need to have, like, that much prepared. And you can just, like, you get to meet actors and actresses.
9: Yeah, the interviews are pretty exciting. I will admit that. And Leandra, um, what are you most excited about?
10: I'm ex- well, mostly the same thing. I- I'm excited for the interviews, meeting all the actors, um, asking them questions, having a conversation with them. It's gonna be really cool and I'm really excited.
1: Yeah, the interviews, I always look forward to those as well. Like, even on this radio show, it's so much fun. So um BB, if you had if you got the chance to interview someone and you it could be anyone, who would you
5: love to interview? Uh, Lin Manuel Miranda, definitely. I love him.
1: That's so, such a good choice. Yeah, he's an amazing actor. Is there anyone else you would love to interview?
10: Emily Blunt, maybe? Oh, and how about you, Leandra? Um, I would like to interview, um, Robert Downey Jr., because, like, he's Iron Man, and Iron Man is, like, He's my idol, like, I want to be him one day. I want to be, like, a good actor as him.
9: Yes, oh, you both have such good choices.
10: <laughs> Speaking
9: of famous people you guys are interested in, Would you? who would you say, in general, is your favorite actor and or actress? Starting with
10: Leandra. My favorite actor, uh, let's see, well, there's a lot of good ones out there. Yeah, I think, yeah, Iron Man, um, Robert Downey Jr., He's a really good actor, and he's, like, he's my favorite. That's a good choice. Phoebe, do you have a favorite actor or
9: actress?
5: Yeah, mine's an actress, and I think it's Meryl Streep. She's really good, and she's in a lot of musicals.
9: Really, really fond of those musicals, I see. That's a good choice. Yes. Yeah. And so,
1: um Bibi, I'm curious, we also love to uh, review shows here, so do you have
5: um, any favorite TV shows that you love watching? My favorite TV show is probably, I really like the Who Was show. Well, I haven't heard of that, what's it about? Well, okay, so there's like six teenagers, and they have like, every episode they have two people from history and the teenagers dress up as the people and there's a bunch of songs and it's really really funny oh that sounds cool i want to watch
1: this show and um how about you leandra what are some your favorite tv show
10: well my favorite tv show is well it ended a long time ago it finished a long time ago but it's avatar the last airbender
1: Oh, that is such a good choice, too. I love that show. I just recently watched it, actually, because I've heard so many good things about it. But can you also briefly tell us what it's about?
10: Avatar The Last Airbender is about a boy that was frozen in iceberg for 100 years. And there was a war going on between that 100 years. The Fire Nation was, like, invading all the nations. And the Avatar is the only one that can stop him. So he goes on an adventure like all through the nations and tries to stop the Fire Nation.
1: Wonderful. You guys have awesome choice, film taste and TV show taste.
9: Just because I've been fixating a lot more on this lately, would you guys say you prefer live action or animation starting with BB,
5: That is really hard. I really like both. I can't choose. But I watch more animated movies, so I guess it'll have to be that.
10: Nice. And Leandra? That one's hard, too, because I really like both animated and live action. So uh, I think I would go with live action because I really like seeing like actual people act them out, and it's really more realistic. Interesting.
1: So, Bibi, what movies are you looking most forward to watching and hoping
5: to review this year? Uh, the live-action Lion King. I haven't seen it yet. My friend has. And she said it's so good. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. That's on my list as well. And how
10: about you, Leandro? Um, the movie I be, want to be reviewing is Toy story 4 it's like the last movie in the toy story franchise i've seen it and it was really good and i really want to review it
1: yeah i loved watching that one too it's such a cute one
10: thank you so much
9: for talking to us Bibi and leandra we're excited to see what what reviews you put out
5: thank you thank you for having me
9: of course Thanks so much for joining us. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. To watch our latest reviews of the latest films, DVDs, TV shows, music, and apps, and to learn how you can join our, our Kids First film critics team, go to www.kidsfirst.org. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and look for our reviews on Press4Kids, kidsworld.com, and Kidsville News. This show is produced by the Coalition for Quality Children's Media and Voice America, and iHeartRadio. Today's show is sponsored by Octonauts Season 3. I'm Calista Best from Los Angeles, California. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.